As you prepare for retirement, you'll be faced with many important choices. We want you to make the right ones. Welcome to Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott. Charles is an accredited investment fiduciary. He's well-equipped to help you make sound financial decisions. We want you to experience a meaningful retirement. On our podcast, we believe financial choices matter. Hey, gang, welcome into this edition of the podcast. Thank you, as always, for tuning in to us here as we talk about financial choices and financial choices matter. And we always appreciate your time. I'm here once again with Charles Scott, fiduciary advisor at Peloton Capital Management. What's going on, pal? How you doing? Hey, uh, we're good. Everybody's good. Uh, grandson is good. Uh, he's big. He's three months old, and he, they think he's you know looks like a seven month old. I don't know. He's nice. Yeah, it'll be fun. Good kid. Very Smiley nice. all the time. So what else can you ask for? Plus, he's not with you all the time. So very, that's good. <laughs> very true. You get to give him back. That's the fun part <laughs> yeah. of being a grandparent. Yeah. This yep. was fun. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Thank you very much. I'll do it again some other time. That's right. Exactly. And that's awesome. <laughs> we were joking right before we started that, uh, you know, you're like, yeah, it's a comfortable 103 outside. Uh, yeah, you know, and, and it's like, it sounds funny to the to folks that don't maybe live in the area, but at least it's cooled off some. So that's always good. Yeah. Uh, it'll, you know, it's what you live through. <clears throat> this year's been unusual, but uh-huh. it's why we, that's why we moved here. There you go. That's why you did it. Well, listen, talking about... Uh, things today on the show. I want to get into some wills and trusts. We haven't done that too much lately, so I want to spend a little bit of time there and just uh, chat about some things because they're they're often overlooked, uh, that the estate planning side of things, Charles, and obviously you know that better than, than we do. So there are a lot of misunderstandings about trust and wills and the roles that they play into the whole equation, the whole puzzle that makes up retirement planning and, and uh, all the things that we kind of need as we're aging. So on this episode, let's just talk about a few critical questions and you can kind of give us some strategies or some thoughts about them. Uh, and let's just start with a basically simple one. Why are wills and trusts important and who needs to know about them? I think sometimes people think, oh, a trust, that's only for rich folks. Yeah. Uh, we ask the question, where do you want your money to go mm-hmm. while you're alive and after you pass away? You know, And that's all they do. You could make them really complicated if you want to, but that's fundamentally what they're all about. The probably the most important, and there's 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 a difference, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, one, probably one of the most important things when you're doing them is giving somebody else powers of attorney, whether it's financial powers of attorney or medical powers of attorney. If you can't take care of and make your own decisions, someone needs to be able to do that for you. Uh, medical powers of attorney are interesting because if you're married, your spouse, basically it defaults to that person having a medical power of attorney. But financial powers of attorney are way different. Sherry can't touch my IRA without a financial power of attorney because it's my IRA. It's not our IRA. It's my IRA. Right. So this is where, you know, someone else making decisions for you, they become very, very important. And, you know, we've, one of the first things that we did when we moved to the Valley was mm-hmm. go meet some, some good estate planning attorneys because, it's a classic case of I know exactly what I don't know about them. I know enough about them to be dangerous and to give reasonably decent advice. But man, you, you need somebody that really understands it. Right. It's not a do-it-yourself project. Trust me, it's just not. Well, and when you're working with an advisor, a lot of times you guys do kind of have this team. You know, you guys typically often reach out to other components that you don't do because you don't do legal advice and so on and so forth. So you, you know, you right. turn to those other kinds of pieces that make up. I mean, you can almost think about it like a, you know, like a football set, of, like a football team with the different coaches. There's multiple coaches for different positions because they have their oh, yeah. strengths and strengths and weaknesses, right? So absolutely, same yeah. kind of yeah. idea. Uh, how does somebody know if a will or trust is right for them, or maybe both? Well, uh, the other thing people don't understand is that, you know, 
people say, well, I don't need a will. I said, well, you know, or I don't have a will. I, we always say, yeah, well, you do have a will because the state of Arizona right. has, a will, has a will for you. And pretty much every state does. It might not be the one you want, but they've got one. If you die intestate, which that's what that's called, mm-hmm. um, then the, the system in that state is going to say, here's the way the money goes. Now, if you want it to go do something else, then you better have something in place that's, that, that names that. Most of the time, the will is, if somebody doesn't have a lot of stuff, and this is an oversimplification, but if somebody does not have a lot of, their life isn't very complicated, it's relatively simple, a will's probably fine. Uh, if you've got assets that you want to be sure that you can protect potentially, then it gets a little more complicated, a little more detailed than probably you want to have some kind of a trust. I mean, that was that's sort of the line of demarcation. And, have, you know, attorneys are happy to do either one. I mean, they won't try to upsell you to a trust because a trust is more expensive typically, but it's just, what do you really need? So, yeah. You know. Okay. And I think sometimes people, when it comes to the wills, a lot of simple things in there, Charles is, and every state's a little bit different, but if you, um, basically if you have a will, it doesn't mean you're going to avoid probate, right? So a lot oh, of- will, I know. And, and again, every state's got their own laws, but they fundamentally do. it's a will mandates probate. You have to go through probate. Yeah, people Trusts. say if you have a will, you will go through probate. probate. That's exactly, that's not, yeah, you, yeah, a will, a will will make you. But a trust uh, can help avoid that trust, if that's yeah, what you're trust after. trust skips it. Right. Yeah. 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 So sometimes exactly. privacy, privacy sometimes can yep. be uh, a key factor for some, but there's also some tax ramifications and some other things that go along with trust as well. And exactly. uh, depending on how they're set up, you, you have, you do have to have someone kind of manage that. And so there's other little pieces in there to kind of uh, think about as well. Now I mentioned this before about money, but is a trust just for money or can you put other assets inside those? Oh no, you could put property in, you can put your house in, you can put people sometimes put their car in. If you had a collectible car, mm-hmm. something like that, if there, maybe you've got an art collection or, you know, anything that you want to protect and not have it go through a probate process, then right. you want to put it in a trust because, okay. you know, that, you know, but you can have your investment accounts in a trust, oh, okay. not nice. your IRA or anything like that. But if you have a regular account or a joint account, you can, you can have a trust for it. So, so property, I assume land as yeah. well then, right? Yeah, exactly. So like your if house, yeah, if okay. there's a beneficiary name, mm-hmm. like for an IRA or a life insurance policy, then you don't have to have it in a trust. Gotcha. And I wouldn't necessarily make recommend that you have a trust as a primary beneficiary of any of those kinds of accounts. Uh-huh. That's where it starts to get a little complicated and you need to understand how it all fits together. And a lot of people know this, but we should probably remind them, Charles, that you know the BD trumps pretty much everything. So if you've yeah. got an account and you've listed, uh, you know, your ex son in law, <laughs> and, and and then you pass, the beneficiary. that's yeah. who's getting it, whether no matter what your will says. Yeah, or the ex spouse that you forgot to change your exactly, 401k yeah. beneficiary to. We've and, we, and we've all shared those stories, but just yeah. remember that that is the case. It doesn't matter what your will. Well, you know what? I put it in the will that I want. You know, the dog to get everything. For example, yeah, doesn't no. matter, right? It's what the BD says. So that's correct. Okay, so the will is really kind of uh, you know. So I think it's where sometimes people feel like it's kind of not necessary. It's like well, it's really just kind of the wishes, the things you would like to have happen. Um, but there's a little bit more to it than that. But I think sometimes we feel like that. That's the case. Yeah. From a cost standpoint, are, are they pretty pricey? I think wills are pretty affordable. Yeah. Two ways to look at it. Okay. One, you're, you're, if you do a trust, it upfront is typically going to cost more than just a simple will would cost. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's a, that's a factor. But by the time, you know, you're going to pay for it ahead of time or pay for it out the backside when you go through probate. If you pay for a trust upfront, you're done. If you have a will, you're going to spend less in the beginning, but your estate's going to have to spend something to take it through probate. So gotcha. by the time that all gets said and done, 
unless you've got a really complicated situation. They're probably comparable in price. It's just, do I want the privacy? Do I want it all done right away? Or do I want to subject my heirs to going through probate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of times, again, uh, privacy and just kind of what you want, th- how you want things to happen uh, can go a long way towards that. So, it, you know, for a lot of people, it may be something that uh, you didn't think you could use or want to use, but having a conversation might uh, show you that it may be something valuable to you. And again, you know, it's bringing in those other parties to talk about it to make sure it's the right fit for you. So what does, you know, someone who's thinking about this, who maybe is considered a will or a trust or both, what role do you play in that matter as an advisor? First of all, we're happy to talk about it with somebody uh, because they need to get a sort of how does it fit from an overall planning perspective? How, where does this, where do these pieces of it fit? We've talked to, over the years, lots and lots of estate planning attorneys, and we have a stable of them, if you will, because we will say, okay, here's a couple of them that we like. We're, let me connect you with this particular one. I don't have to give you a list of three and you pick. I'll give you the one that we think makes the most sense because they're all competent and we know that or we, where they wouldn't even be on our list, but there are personalities. And if you don't mesh with this particular person, let us know because we've got somebody else. And that's the way we go about doing it with all of them. We've interviewed tons of people. Uh, we know the ones we like, but it really, truly, we want them to be a really good fit for you. They wouldn't be on the list if they didn't know what they were doing. Right. Exactly. Well, so whether you know it's a will or trust or both, if you've got questions or concerns, if you're something you've been thinking about or something you want to pay some more attention to, learn more about, whatever the case might be, reach out to Charles and have some of your questions answered by calling 480-513-1830 before you take any action. And of course, if you're looking for an estate planning attorney, that he can obviously give you some suggestions and things of that nature. 480-513-1830 here in the, uh, in the Scottsdale area. So uh, also, let's do an email question as well today. So if you'd like to submit your own, don't forget, you can go to PelotonCapital.com. That's P-E-L-L-E-T-O-N Capital.com. And you can check out the website. A lot of good tools, tips, and resources. You can send a question into the podcast. We take a, we try to take at least one or two from time to time here on the show. We kind of get a backlog going sometimes, but feel free to send them. Uh, we absolutely love getting those. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast as well. Financial Choices Matter on Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Stitcher, whatever platform you choose. Just type in Financial Choices Matter in whatever app you're using, and you should be able to find it. Or you can find it all at PelotonCapital.com. All right, so let's see what we got for you this week. It's uh, Ian over in Peoria, and he says, Charles, my long-term care policy says it will pay out a max of two hundred and fifty grand during my lifetime. You think that's enough coverage? Great question, and I absolutely have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, neither do you, Ian, so I, we're, yeah. in the same, we're in the same boat. The current cost of long-term care, and this is, you know, I mean, it goes up faster than regular inflation does by quite a bit yeah. every year. Yeah. If you want a semi-private room in Phoenix, you're probably going to spend $80,000 a year now. Woo. Semi-private means you're sharing it with somebody. It's different all over the country, but this is kind of, I mean, Lord, don't be in Alaska because it's atrocious up there. In oh, Hawaii. I bet. There's, wow. there's, there's not a lot of choices. So not that's a lot of room. A lot, yeah. Of, yeah. Well, a lot of room uh, in Alaska, I suppose, but there's not a lot of choices. Yeah. Either. You know, but that the, the rate of inflation for that if it's eighty thousand dollars a year now, ten years, twelve years down the road, it's gonna be twice that. And ten years, twelve years down the road after that, it's gonna be twice that. So it's just it can be very, very expensive. The other thing that you have to factor into it is you're a man, so your average stay, and this is on a national basis, they keep pretty interesting statistics. Uh-huh. Your average your average stay is two point two years. If you're a woman, your average stay is three point three years. 
but if you've got some sort, if you've got dementia or Alzheimer's, and this is the this is where this is dramatically changing going forward. The average stay is over eight years. So wow. you can be healthy as a horse, but you have no idea where you are, which yeah. is really sad because Sherry's aunt is in that circumstance. And, and Alzheimer's so and dementia is on the rise. I mean, there's definitely more yes, and more happening. Yes. Now. Yeah. The mortality of stuff, we are living longer because health care has extended our life expectancies, but it hasn't trickled into the ability to keep the brain young. Right. And that's the thing that's that's really changing. So. And that's pretty costly. I mean, if you're talking 2.2 oh. years for just from a health standpoint, that's, you know, yeah. at the, at those numbers of 80 grand, you know, you're looking at 160 plus. Uh, but if you're talking about Alzheimer's, you know, eight years at 80 plus, you know, like you said, that's, that's a hefty oh, yeah. price tag. Oh yeah. That, you know, and you could have, you know, that's just the middle range plus a little bit more of that cost that I was, because if you had home health care for yeah. a physical injury or something like that, then that would be a whole lot less. It's an important question. So the, is the $250,000, which is the max, uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> that's why I said in the beginning, I have absolutely no idea. It could no be close. Idea. Yeah. I mean, there was a co- thing yeah. a couple of years ago that average uh, you know, out-of-pocket costs in retirement for healthcare is like two hundred forty grand or something, I think. Uh, but I think it was oh. per person as well, wasn't it? It was pretty. Uh, that was the fidelity study that they come out with every, yeah, it's, it's, it's up, I think the last time I saw it, which was late last year, was... Two hundred and uh, almost three hundred thousand dollars. Oh, okay. Yeah, out of pocket. That's out of pocket. not your. That's not Medicare or Medicaid or your long term care policy. That's just out of pocket. Yep. Yep. So copays and all of those kinds of things. So, so it definitely can. You know, again, planning can go a long way to helping a lot of this oh, yeah. stuff. So thank you so much for the email question. We certainly appreciate it. Have a conversation with an advisor. If you're not working with one, give Charles a call. Uh, but definitely have those conversations because a little bit of planning can go a long way. And of course, you know, the more planning you can do, hopefully the better you can kind of stave off some of these things or at least be better prepared when life throws us those curveballs. And with that, we're going to wrap it up this week here on Financial Choices Matter. So as always, we appreciate your time. Don't forget to go to the website, pelotoncapital.com and subscribe to the podcast while you're there and check out the site and check out Charles while you're there. Charles, my friend, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you as always. Always, I hope you have yourself a, a wonderful week, and I'll talk to you in just a couple of weeks. We'll stay cool. Thanks, Mark. There you go. We'll see you next time right here on Financial Choices Matter with Charles Scott. Financial planning and investment advisory services are provided by Peloton Capital Management Limited, a state-registered investment advisor. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No one should assume the information presented here serves as a receipt of or substitute for personalized individual advice provided by Peloton Capital Management. For more information, visit www.pelotoncapital.com.